Let's talk about these certifications again, y'all. Um, so I got a couple interesting comments on my last video that I want to address. Um, and just kind of clear some things up. So let me let me go ahead and read. Let me go ahead and read the uh the comments that I got. Let me find it. Hold on. How do I turn this off? All right, there we go. Where's the comment? All right, so uh, so this is on my last video, the one that I uploaded talking about how to make a hundred thousand dollars by starting off with CompTIA certifications, right? So, dude named Uncle Deadhead, that's his name, Uncle Deadhead. He says, the problem is the certifications you list here can cost you upwards of $50,000, especially a CISA. I'm assuming he meant to say CYSA. He said, uh, especially a CYSA, et cetera, plus a few grand for exams, classes, programs to run the testing, et cetera, and a hell of a lot of hours of time. He says, you're much better off focusing on an area like getting your Network Plus and your CYSA or your, or your A Plus and Network Plus, et cetera. Then he says, but to try to learn all this and be proficient at Linux, Wireshark, and network administration, he says, it's not going to happen. You need to spend a full couple years learning this at a cost that would take you years to recoup. In any major city, an A Plus and Network Plus is enough to get you damn near close to 100000 a year. A CYSA alone will easily do it. All right, so that, that's the first comment I want to address here. All right, so here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. He says, so like I say in the video I did yesterday, I laid out these, these paths for how you can get to $100,000, right? I started off by saying, go get your basic IT certifications. All right, and this is what I classify as the basics IT fundamentals, A, net plus, and security plus. Right, and then I put up three paths that I'm familiar with. There are other paths, but these are the ones I'm familiar with. I talked about cybersecurity, cloud computing, and networking. All right, and then I listed a bunch of certifications that fall up under each category that you should consider getting. Now, I do believe I said this. Now, if I didn't say this, I'm going to say this now. I never said that a person has to get every single certification I listed on this thing. I want to say I actually did say that. Um, what I will say is you need to focus on you need to, your priority when choosing certifications should go like this. You should focus on getting the certifications that the job that you are trying to get says you need to have. That's, that's the number one golden rule right there. If a job says you have to have uh, Server Plus, Linux Plus, and you really want this job, then you need to go get Server Plus, Linux Plus, right? This list that I put together, these are just various certification options you can consider. That if you want to go into cybersecurity and you go look at a job posting for cybersecurity or cloud computing, there's a high chance they're going to have at least 
two or three of these certifications listed in the job description. All right. So we need to make this, we need to make this clear because dude who left this comment on my last video, I'm assuming he's under the impression that I was telling you all that you have to go get all of these certs. So if you want to be cloud computing, you need to go get everything that I have listed on here. That's not what I'm saying. Because how this can work is, right, let's say you want to do cloud computing. And you go out there and get your Amazon Web Services practitioner. Well, you may not necessarily have to get a Microsoft Azure fundamental certification, which is Microsoft's cloud certification. Why? Because AWS and Azure, they're pretty much the same certification. If you know how to do cloud on one system, there's a high chance you will know how to do cloud on the other system. It's not like they're just two totally different systems for, for creating and managing cloud devices, right? They do the same thing. It's just one might focus a little bit on something over here. You may have to hit a couple buttons or configure it a certain way over here. And then the other one, you may have to configure it a certain way over here. That's it. But once you learn one, you pretty much understand how the other one operates for the most part. Now, if you go get your AWS, do you have to get your Microsoft Azure? Maybe. It depends on if the job specifically asks for it. But here's the thing. You go apply, you go apply for a job that's saying you need to have Microsoft Azure. And you, you list, you got Amazon Web Services. I struggle to see them turning you away talking about you don't qualify to apply for the job because you don't you don't specifically have uh microsoft azure but you only have aws cloud or aws practitioner you see what i'm saying so here's the thing so getting back to my, my man's comment here he says the problem is the certifications you list here can cost upwards of fifty thousand. so like i said i'm thinking he was under the assumption that I was telling you all that you got to go get every single certificate. There's only four certs that I said you got, or well, three really, that I said you guys should get. A plus, net plus, security plus. Um, IT fundamentals, if you know absolutely diddly squat about tech, then start there. But if you know a little something, then start at the A plus, then net plus, and then security plus. These are the only certs that I actually recommend you all go get, right? And then from here, once you figure out what path you want to go based off of what I outlined, because this is what I know, What's up, Thomas? Um, then you go through, let's just, like I said, you want to be cybersecurity. Then you go through and start kind of picking and choosing what search you think you may need to get as it directly relates to the job position that you want to apply for. That's, that's the whole point of me listing these certs, not to tell you guys to go out there and get every, now if you want to go out there and get every cert, that's all, that's all fine and then that's all on you. But I really want to make this clear. I just listed a bunch of certifications that fall up under a certain path of tech. You know, some of the most popular, most relevant ones. And then it's for you to go through and pick and choose as to what uh, cert may be best for your career moves based off of your employment prospects and the job requirements for the job that you're trying to apply for. That's the whole point. All right. Can you list the certifications here? Um, well, they're all right here, man. I did this video yesterday. I'm just, I'm just address, I'm just addressing a couple comments that were left on the video that I did yesterday. Um, so, so that's the whole point. 
he also goes on to say, um, so he says the problem is the certifications you list here can cost you upwards of $50,000. All right. So let's talk about the 50,000, right? Now, I don't know the price of all these cert. Matter of fact, I, well, I got I got on my website Tech G, the world's greatest website. I sell discounted vouchers and I sell discounted labs, all from CompTIA. Now you go through and you add up all these numbers. You're not gonna you're not gonna hit fifty thousand dollars for all the CompTIA stuff, right? I'm talking about you add up all the price of the vouchers at full price. You add up the price of all the virtual labs at full price. You're not even going to come close to $50,000, right? Also, when you start factoring in some of these other certifications that aren't comp to you. So let's just, so let's just talk about um, Amazon Web, AWS, right? The AWS certification to go get this cert, if you pay full price for their voucher, however they do it, that test only costs like just over a hundred dollars. Like a lot of these, a lot of these, um, some of these vendor specific certs are cheaper than the actual CompTIA certifications, which are vendor neutral. I know for a fact, AWS, it's going to cost like a hundred dollars to take that test. All right. Uh, Microsoft, Azure, it is probably around the same price. Um, CCNA, I want to say it's probably around two, three hundred dollars or something like that. Um, Wireshark, Solar Winds, they're probably like around a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. Like a lot of these examples, basically, what I'm saying, CompTIA's tests are actually kind of more expensive than some of these vendor specific certifications when you start looking at the prices, right? But, anyways, I'm trying to build up to a bigger point here. So he says, um, like I said, he says it's going to cost you upwards of 50000 So I'm assuming his 50000 is under the assumption that he believes you should go get all these certifications in a path, right? And then you go pay for all the educational materials, whether you're paying for a course, you're buying books, you're taking some type of training here and there, you know, all this stuff, right? Here's the thing. Now, I'm not going to waste time trying to price this stuff out to prove that is not going to take you uh, take you fifty thousand to uh, learn whatever it is you got to learn so you can get on the path to making a hundred thousand. But here's what I will say, right? Let's just assume that it does cost you fifty thousand dollars to go out there and get all the relevant certs, all the relevant training, everything you need, so that you can begin your illustrious career in IT. And hopefully propel yourself to the hundred thousand dollar mark within three to five years, five to ten years, however long it takes you to get there. Let's just say you actually spent fifty thousand dollars. Is that really a bad investment? All right. And so, what do I mean? Let's say you spent fifty thousand. And this is, I don't know how he's framing the 50,000 because when I was making that video yesterday, I was telling people, get certifications, like you go get these four certs, go get your first job, start working so you can build up experience, right? And then I told people, 
after you've been working at a job, you built up six to uh, uh, six to 18 months of experience. Hopefully you'll get a promotion or hopefully another job opportunity will present itself because now you have more stuff to add to your resume. I then told people, you know, once you hit that level, then start focusing on maybe one major certification a year. So you, you, you've been working, you got your four basic certs, you get your job, you've been working there for 18 to 24 months. You don't, hopefully you don't went up a little bit in pay or you got a promotion or you found another job doing something else that pays more, whatever the case may be. So now you're at your new job, making a little bit more money, living your best life or trying to live your best life. Then you decide, I, right, I've been in tech for almost two years now. I think I know what I want to do. I've seen the lay of the land. I think I want to go down this direction. So you're like, all right, let me go ahead and, and go down the cybersecurity path because I like the cybersecurity stuff. Well, now you're going into your third year. Maybe you're going to be like, all right, let me go ahead and take this whole year or at least six months to a year and let me focus on getting my penetration tests or pen tests, right? So you spend six months to a year learning that cert as you're still working your job. Get your cert. Now you start applying for cybersecurity positions because now you have a major cybersecurity cert that's greater than your security plus cert, right? And then let's say, let's just assume you get hired on a job doing cybersecurity or you get promoted within your company. Because this is what happened to my younger brother. He started off doing help desk stuff. And then he got a promotion inside the company to go work for the cybersecurity department, right? So that can happen as well. But um, so now you're working your cybersecurity job then you're like, you know what? Let me go ahead and focus next year. Let me get my certified ethical hacker or let me get my Linux plus. Or let me learn get certified in Wireshark or SolarWinds or something like that. So what I was telling people was after you get your foot in the door and you get your first job, and then you kind of figure out what you want to do in tech, then to help you get to that six-figure mark in three to five or five to 10 years, depending upon how fast and serious you are, I told people, just focus on doing maybe one to two certifications a year because a lot of these certs, it should not take you longer than 12 months, uh, six months to do, in my personal opinion. It shouldn't take you that long if you're serious and you're actually dedicating the necessary time and energy that you know you need to put into it. But I said, fine, we'll drag it out a full 12 months because life can happen. Wife, kids, you know, just whatever. You understand? So six to 12 months. That shouldn't be, in my opinion, that shouldn't be an overly complicated thing to do. You understand what I'm saying? So getting back to his comment here. So, but anyways, let's just assume all this costs you $50,000, whether you were getting these certs while you're working or you just came up out the pocket $50,000 and just went through and just took all these classes in one fell swoop, you know, however you did it. Is that really a bad investment considering if your goal is to make $100,000 a year in tech, right? Is it bad? to invest $50,000 based off of what he said. I'm not saying it's going to cost you that. He said 50,000. So we're going to roll with that number 50. And so is it really a bad investment? I'm going to say, no, it's not. And here's why I say that you might spend, according to him, might spend $50,000 just so you can land you a job in it to make a hundred thousand. Well, assuming good health, and you work about 20 to 30, maybe 40 years. You're a young person starting off 20 years old. 
you work about 30, 40 years to your 50, 60. And let's just assume, let's just assume you come in making a hundred thousand dollars, right? You spent 50,000 to learn all this stuff. Now you got a job that's paying you a hundred thousand dollars. And let's just assume your salary remains a hundred thousand dollars. It never changes, right? You, 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 uh, you never go up to 150. You just stay at a hundred thousand and you're cool with that. You know, obviously it adjusts for inflation over the years, but you, what's, what I'm trying to get at is if you if you're doing that and you work a job 20, 30, 40 years and you're making one hundred thousand dollars every single year. And all you had to do was spend fifty thousand dollars to get educated and trained up in that stuff. I would say that that's actually not a bad deal. To invest fifty thousand dollars, whether you're coming up out your pocket right then and there or you invest it over time. But you're going to get paid $100,000 for the next 20, 30, 40 years. And whatever the math comes out to be on that. I don't really see how that's a bad deal. Considering you have people that go to college and, and, and take out student loans anywhere between fifty dollars to $100,000 a year. And then they come out, get their first job. Starting off $35,000, $50,000. And, they, and, and they're sitting around here hoping and praying the president just wipes out their student debt. Because, look, I got friends of mine. When we graduated college back in 2002, we're 20 years removed from, from college, at least the undergrad part. I got friends that are still paying on student loans from that they took out back in 1998. You know, I didn't. I want a scholarship to go to college, but I, I, I don't really see how that's a bad deal. If your goal is to work in tech and make over one hundred thousand dollars a year, I don't. I don't see how fifty thousand dollars investment would be a bad deal. And like I say, for those of y'all who might be listening, like what the hell? He's the dude that left this comment on my last video. Said that based off of what he interpreted what I was saying, he said it would cost somebody upwards of $50,000 to get all these certs. And I, first off, I never said you have to get all these certs. So don't, don't take that as gospel. But we're playing the game, assuming based off of what he said, it's going to cost you $50,000, which covers the cost of you getting trained, you know, some type of classes, books, software to practice on, hardware to practice on, paying for certification vouchers. He's saying all this might run you 50 bands. And I'm like, well, is $50,000, is that bad? If at the end of the day, you're going to get a job paying you at least 100000 and then assuming good health, you'll be working that job for the next 15, 20, 25, 30, 40 years, making at least $100,000 every single year moving forward, you know, in, in perfect ideal conditions, of course. I don't think fifty thousand dollars is is, uh, is bad, <laughs> a bad investment because you got certifications out there now. Like, let's just say you want to go learn, become a Oracle database, uh, or no, you want to go get a Salesforce certification where you want to deal with Salesforce database development or whatever the heck they call it. Do you know how much it costs to get the Salesforce cert? So I was talking to my homeboy. He told me about this. If you want to go get certified in Salesforce, 
you got to fly yourself to San Francisco, California, go to the Salesforce headquarters and get trained by the people that work at that company. And the training to get that certification might cost you anywhere between five to $10,000 just to take, just to get the training and take the test. Right. We're not talking about the cost, how much it's going to cost for your plane tickets, your hotels and you feeding yourself. That's just for you to show up to them so they can sit you down and look at a bunch of slideshows all day and and then teach you for about a week or two. And, you know, how to how to program up a database or whatever they do. You're going to pay like five to ten thousand dollars minimum. It might even be more, but I want to say we're going to go with the five to ten thousand dollars minimum just to learn Salesforce and get certified in that. But if you mess around and pass that Salesforce exam, you're, you're now going to open up the door to where you might be looking at getting a job starting off at around $150,000 to $200,000 a year. So is that a bad investment? If Salesforce says, pay us $10,000 so you can learn this information in one or two weeks and go take this test. Because at the end of this, you might have a job offer for $150,000 to $200,000. I don't think most people would think that's a bad investment, especially if they are dead, dead set serious or wanting to get that certification and doing their all because they know this thing is about to cost them five to $10,000. So you got you to gotta kind of think about you can't just look at the upfront cost on a lot of this stuff. You got to think about the back end. What, what are you getting on the back end? Yeah, it might cost you a little money up front and you might be on some, you know, your pockets might not all be all the way there. But you, however you got to finance, whatever it is you're trying to finance, if, it, if, if, it, if you know for a doubt, without a doubt, that it can get you a job paying over six figures or put you on that path to earning six figures, and this is what you want to do with your life. I don't know if this, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's really a bad, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad investment. Considering the alternative of going to college and getting stuck in student loan debt just so you can go get a job paying you forty thousand dollars a year while you trying to pay off fifty to hundred thousand dollars in student debt. That's all I'm saying. So let me read the rest of this. So my man says, you're much better off focusing on an area like getting your network plus, CYSA and A plus and net plus, et cetera, because to try to learn all this and be proficient at Linux, Wireshark and network administration is not going to happen. So here's where I disagree with this dude again. I think this dude is under the assumption that I was telling people last night to go out and get all these certifications in one fell swoop. No. I said, go get these certifications in one fell swoop, six to 12 months. Go get all them first. Then go get a job, start working. And then once you, once you fall into a nice role where you're getting paid some decent money, you're learning some stuff and you see some opportunity to move up, figure out what the heck you want to do in IT and then start focusing on, okay, which certification do I need to get? Which is going to be dictated by the job that you want to do. So if your job that you want to get says you need to be uh, a CEH certified and you need to have Linux and, and be proficient in Wireshark, well, out of this list, then those are the only search that you need to focus on. And then I also stated, just focus on one certification per year, you know, one, one certification every six months or so, something like that. Whatever, whatever time that you are allotted, 
And I think that is extremely reasonable to just focus on one, one to two certifications a year. Take six months to a year to do each one. So, you know, I don't know. What else does guys say? So he was saying you need to spend a full couple years learning this. And that, that cost would take you years to recoup. Yeah, you're going to spend, listen, IT, you're going to be forever learning. So here's the thing, guys, you got to get this in your head. As long as you work in tech, you're going to, it's a never ending learning process. You're always going to be learning something, whether you're getting certified in something or not, you're going to be learning something because you need to keep up with the trends and technology. So you can kind of predict and see where the industry may be going. So, you know, you can either, you know, jump ship to another lane or, you know, do whatever you got to do to propel yourself to the top. And somebody asked, somebody hit me up on Instagram today asking me, it was like they work a tier one job doing basic help desk stuff. And dude was like, should I go into programming or go into cloud? And then he said something about, I know how to program a little. So I asked this dude, I was like, well, do you like programming? If you do focus on computer programming, if not learn cloud. But then I also told him, you can also learn both and become what they call a, uni a unicorn, where you know how to program and you know how to do some cloud stuff. Because there's a lot of people out there that just know how to program. There's a lot of people that just know cloud stuff. But there aren't a whole bunch of people that know how to program and do cloud stuff. You mess around, know how to program, do cloud or cybersecurity or whatever. I mean, you're like really good at both of them. You can merge them together, which there's plenty of opportunities for you to do that. You become what they call like a unicorn. And now you make yourself even way more marketable because you, you, you're, you're way more versatile than somebody else. So, but the thing is, you're never going to stop learning in IT. You're going to have to keep on learning. Whether you are pursuing a certification or not, you're going to have to learn because technology changes. You know, what's hot today will be antiquated in the next five to 10 years. I mean, look, look at these doggone phones that come out. Rewind the clock 10 years ago and look at how the iPhones were compared to how they are now. They're like, they're like, you know, damn near on the level of a rotary phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're going to be forever learning. This is how this works. Shout out to my dude, AM1. AM1, this is the guy that made the intro to my video. My little, my little hat and shield that spins and all that stuff. This is the guy that, that actually designed that. Well, he didn't design the logo. My other dude did the logo, but AM1, he animated the logo. Brought it to life from a still image. So if y'all need some, some, some type of graphical design work like that, Hit this dude up. He's, he's the one that did my, my intro. Um, what else does guy say? Oh, yeah. So then he says, uh, in any major city, A-plus and Network Plus is enough to get you uh, damn close to 100000 a year. All right? Uh, CYSA alone will easily do it. So here's, the, here's where I kind of think this guy might be a young person. I don't know. He might be my age. I, I don't know. But... Making $100,000 a year in New York, L.A., San Francisco, you know, some major metropolis in, the, in America, making $100,000 a year is not saying much. It's, it's, it's the equivalent of somebody living in small town America, or not even small town, but even mid-sized America, a mid-sized town, where they're making like $50,000 a year. $100,000 a year 
you're going to be on damn near struggle status in San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. Like, it's, that's not a lot of money. So now where I live at, making $100,000 down here where I live at, you, you know, you can, you can do some things. You ain't balling, balling, but you can, you can do some things in life. But in a major city like that, that's not really saying much, right? So I don't know if he understands the cost of living. Like I say, maybe he does, but the comment seems a bit naive to think that earning $100,000 in a major city is like life-changing money, especially if we, you don't factor in the cost of living, the, the rising inflation, and all the other stuff that goes into it, the, the high price of rent or the high price of home ownership, high price of everything. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm leaning more towards this might be a young dude who doesn't, who hasn't really lived life. And like I say, you, let's just say you live in New York, San Francisco or something like that. And you're making a hundred thousand. All right. That's cool. You know, you got your money. You can probably go out there and get you a little apartment or something, a one bedroom apartment. But if you live in one of them cities, your aim should be to make at least 150 dollars to $200,000. Right. I just said a hundred thousand because it's a nice, pretty number, right? It's a nice round number, and most people don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year. A lot of people don't make it, and they think a lot of people think, oh, you hit you hit a hundred thousand dollars, you crack six figures, you, you're rich out here. It's just a nice round number, but you got to understand, it depends on where you live. Is is how is going to affect how far your hundred thousand dollars will actually get you to living your best life. And like I say, living in a major city, $100,000 is like earning $50,000 in a small town or something like that. You know, you know what I mean? Now, if you know how to manage your money well, you know how to manage debt, uh, you don't have any crazy bills, you don't have any child support, you know, baby mamas and baby daddies all over the place, you know, you might be able to work with that $50,000, that $100,000 and make it do a couple things to where you can grow it to 150 and beyond or whatever. And you can use IT, you know, going through getting them certifications and more than likely your income will eventually go up over time. But don't get it twisted. I don't want you guys thinking $100,000 is the end all be all. And that's going to forever change. Especially, you know, it's, 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 I guess it's kind of difficult. If you never made $100,000 before, you, you've only been making anywhere between $30,000 to $50,000 your entire life, I guess is, it may be a little hard to comprehend that. And I'm not trying to say that anybody's stupid or anything like that. But I notice when I talk to a lot of younger people, they are enthralled and they, they fall into a, a trance where you throw the word $100,000 out there, right? They think that's, that's like the equivalent of having $10 million or something. So that's why I'm like, I wonder if this dude who left this comment is young and maybe naive about the reality. Now, understand, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to earn a hundred thousand because I mean, a hundred thousand is a pretty decent amount of change, especially depending upon where you live, and how far your money can go. But I just, I just, I just said that and put that in the title of my last video as a, as a base level, base layer that you should at least strive to hit. But once you hit that, you should be trying to go even higher. Whether you gotta, whether you gotta earn that money through your employment, or you take whatever disposable income you may have, and then you go out there and start your own business, or get into some investing, or some other things that I don't talk about on this channel, 
but you should at least try to hit a hundred. And I also made that video because there are a lot of people who are saying, well, you can't make six figures doing comp tier. I'm like, yes, you actually can. You can get the six figures doing comp tier. Now you want to get higher than that. There's some other things you may have to do, but we're not going to go into detail on that in this channel. Cause this channel is about talking to people and educating people who are brand new to it. I don't, I don't make these conversations to talk to people who've been make, who've been doing tech for 10, 15, 20 years, right? Because everybody that I talk to that's been in tech for 10, 15, 20 years, they're going to they're going to have all types of pushback, valid pushback, and they're going to they're going to see things from a different perspective. And then then they might go which will cause them to go back and possibly reevaluate how they got started. And I'm not saying that any of them are wrong. They may they're all they all may be right. But to clear up any confusion, because when you, because you know, sometimes I'd be on different panels on YouTube and they'll have a bunch of tech dudes talking to each other. One tech person will say something over here, well, this is what you should do to get started. Another one will say, well, this is what you should do. But we'll have an audience of people who are listening to us that have never worked in tech before. And they don't know who to trust, who to listen to. One person saying, Start with A plus, net plus, security plus. Another one saying, no, do this over here. Do this over here. A plus sucks. No, it doesn't. It, you know, it's just all this. And the artist is like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And then that's when I start getting messages in my inbox. Like, what, what do I do? So I don't try to talk to, I mean, I don't, this channel is not aimed at talking to people who've been, who are seasoned IT workers. This channel is aimed at those of y'all who have never worked in this industry at all and you want to get into it and you're trying to figure out how, what is the best way to do it? Now there are a myriad of ways to do it. I personally think my way is the easiest way because my way can lead you off into all types of different directions, depending upon what is your preferred flavor. What do you like? What do you want to do? Instead of you trying to jump from not knowing what the heck a computer is to all of a sudden you're out here trying to take this high level certification just so you can go get a job starting off at a hundred thousand dollars. Based off of my experience, most of y'all will fail the certification and become this. You, you, most of y'all won't even get to the point of taking the certification because you'll, you'll be so overwhelmed with the coursework that you won't, you'll just, you'll just tap out. So I try to gradually ease you into this thing so you can build up a base. You, you can learn your ABCs and one, two, threes, before we jump straight into doing calculus, you understand that that's that's the point of the Tech G channel, right? So there was another comment on here I want to address. So this dude name, I'm assuming it's a dude. He said he goes by the YouTube name running out of time. So he says, I'm currently studying the CompTIA Security Plus, And honestly, I don't see how you can study the whole book in six months. He says, for real, for real. There are some concepts that might take you a while. All right, so he's not lying about there are some concepts that might take you a while. So those of y'all who are signed up for my Tech G membership, at least on the lessons level, where you get access to all of my slideshows, y'all will notice it's taking me forever to put up all these Security Plus videos. I have 45 or 46 videos posted because I'm trying to keep the videos at about 10 minutes a piece. Because, you know, when I did my IT fundamentals, I got, I got one video on IT fundamentals 
you know, if you go look at the course list, one video is 50 minutes long. But that's when I first started doing this. And I was like, man, that's a long it, one. It took me forever to record that video. It took me forever to partially edit it. So I can just imagine the struggle of sitting there for 50 minutes looking at this handsome face of mine as I'm trying to school you or whatever the heck it is I was talking about two and a half years ago. So I decided, well, I'm going to try to chop these videos down to 10 minutes a pop because of short attention spans. So it's taking me a while. Hold up. It's taking me a while to put these videos up because like, like old buddy just said in his comment, there's a lot of material and I'm only, I'm like literally halfway through it. I'm trying to speed it up. And if you also notice, I started posting videos for the new a plus certification because I'm like, well, let me go ahead and because one, I was going to try to wait. So I finished the security plus stuff up. And then jump into posting other videos. But I was like, man, this is taking too long because there's just so much information in Security Plus. It is ridiculous, all the stuff they want you to learn, right? I mean, some of the stuff, I'm like, I don't know why. Like, my last video, I, I did a slideshow talking about quantum computers and, and, quant and, and, and this concept called post-quantum computing and quantum, like quantum computing and post-quantum computing are two different things, right? So I'm sitting here explaining what this stuff is, but I'm thinking in my head, why does anybody need to know this? Like, you're not going to be working on a quantum computer. The only people that work on quantum computers are people that work in computer science labs and physics labs, and they're probably sitting on the campus of a university somewhere. They're not going to let somebody with an A-plus, Network Plus, go in there and even touch that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a super ridiculously specialized piece of equipment that the average person, you'll probably never even see one in real life. But I had to talk about it because it directly relates to encryption and the possible threat that it can have on encryption, where these computers, basically, to sum it up in a nutshell, why I had to talk about quantum computing. They say if quantum computers become a mainstream thing, where they're mass producing these things, like they're currently producing what they call classical computers, which is what you and I all have, iPhones, laptops, desktops, right? Well, we all like our stuff encrypted. You go to a website, you don't want nobody knowing what your username and password is or your PIN number is when you send stuff over the wire, it's encrypted, right? Or your Wi-Fi, you, hopefully you got your, your wireless router, you, hopefully you got it set to the highest level, WPA2, WPA3, so it's encrypted so that Somebody can't sit outside your house and, and, and try to hack into your router. Well, they're saying if quantum computers come become mainstream to where they're easily accessible and mass producible, these things are designed to crack encryption in a matter of days or hours, if not days, as opposed to the current technology. If you tried to crack, if you tried to crack AES encryption algorithm, it stands for Advanced Encryption Standard, right? Which is what is used in conjunction with WPA2. So those of you, if you go into your router, your wireless router, and you set the encryption level to WPA2, is being encrypted with an algorithm called AES, Advanced Encryption Standard. Now, for the average person with an average computer to try to crack the AES uh, encryption code, it might take your, it can take your computer possibly hundreds, if not thousands of years to try to crack that code, right? A quantum computer can possibly crack it in a matter of days. So that's the reason why I had to talk about it, even though I'm like, 
is this information actually really relevant to real world use for what the average everyday normie is going to be doing when they try to go get their first job in tech? So it's just all this information that I personally think is useless that CompTIA is saying, no, you have to know about this and, and, and learn about this. This is what's adding to the Security Plus certification being so much information why it's so many freaking videos that I got to I got to record and why it's taking me forever to make all this stuff because they've just loaded this stuff up with stuff that I personally just don't think is even relevant to what 99% of y'all will ever deal with. Like you're never going to see a quantum computer, but they say I got to teach you about it. You understand? So that's why it's taking me forever. But your man says he's currently studying the CompTIA Security Plus. And he honestly doesn't see how you can uh, study the book in six months because of so much information. Well, there is a way you can knock this out. I Listen, I've actually trained people in the past to pass Security Plus in two weeks, right? If you really want to pass, listen, you can pass this thing in one week if you're really serious. I've seen people do that too. But if you want to pass Security Plus, I say just for the average person, give yourself two solid months, two and a half months. I tell y'all, dedicate 30 minutes to an hour a day. Go find your hot, nice little quiet, happy spot. You can study. You can read your book. You can watch my videos. You can watch somebody else's video. You know, I don't care how you got to get in. You go take a class, write your notes, flashcards, all that crap. Realistically, you can get certified in less than two months going at a slow pace. You can go, for, you, you can get certified in a month if you really want. But this dude is talking about six months. He doesn't see how he can do it. Well, the reason why I'm a, the reason why he can't do it in six months is because more than likely he's not being consistent in trying and studying. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I've been working in tech for 20 years, y'all. I taught this in the military for four and a half years. I've been doing this on YouTube for two and a half. So I got at least seven years of teaching this stuff. Taught this to hundreds of people over over the past seven years. Hundreds of people I've helped get certified in A plus, Net plus, Security plus, and some higher level stuff. I, I don't seen tons of people. I think I've gotten to the point where I can identify BS when I see it. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that this person is trying to legitimately BS me, but if somebody comes up to me and says they don't think six months is enough to study the Security plus, that tells me that they are more than likely not studying. They're not studying. They're not doing the hour a day, the 30 minutes to an hour a day. They're probably looking at that book once a week, throwing it on the couch and going to play PlayStation or catch up on Game of Thrones or something like that. That's that. That's the only reason why it would take you six months to a year to pass one of these um, basic level certifications is because you're not studying. You're not doing what you need to do. So you can hurry up and pass this doggone test so you can go get a job so you can begin the path of climbing the ladder to making six figures. You're dragging this thing out. Remember yesterday in my video, I was saying if you're dragging your feet or you're being lazy, this is one of the things where of people dragging their feet. They take forever. Now, if you want to rewind back to a see, here's the thing, right? I said this a couple of videos ago and I repeat it again. If you like I said, this is based off of me teaching this in some capacity for seven years, right? If you take 100 people and they want to go get a certification, I don't care what certification it is, this is what's more than likely going to happen with those 100 people. 
100 people be like, hey, I want to learn Security Plus. Yeah, man, Security Plus, man. This, that's the wave. That's the future. 45 of those people are going to look at the, 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 the course objectives and what you got to learn. And they were like, you know what? Security Plus and IT ain't for me. I'm going to go learn how to cut grass. You know, they, they're going to go out there and do something else. They're going to get turned off, be intimidated. Like, I, they ain't even going to look at it. They're just going to look at the paper. I got I to gotta what? I got to read what? Now nah, I'm good. I'm out. Then you have another 45 or so. They'll express interest. They'll go through it. They'll start learning the material. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm learning. They'll be on, they'll be on Twitter and Facebook bragging. Yeah, I'm, I'm smart, man. I'm learning Security Plus, you know, trying to stun on everybody. But they're going to take their sweet time going through it. They're not going to put together any type of study plan, uh, meaning, you know, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Monday through Friday, 6 o'clock p.m., 30 minutes to an hour. This is what I'm doing. Wife, kids, dogs, leave me the hell alone. I'm in here studying, trying to get my future together. You understand? They're not going to do that. They're going to read the book, read one page today. Next week, they'll read two pages. The week after that, they might read two pages. And they ain't even got through chapter one in two weeks, two to three weeks. And they're going to drag the process out so long, they're going to have to start back over. And then they, they have, they're running the high risk of dropping out and not even finishing it, right? So that's the second 45. So that leaves us with 10 people, right? Out of those 10 people, you'll have five people. They'll go through the whole course from beginning to end, put their, put their study plans together, six o'clock, they're in there studying, grinding out, doing what they got to do, preparing for the test. But here's the problem. They'll never go take the test because they will suffer from test anxiety, test, you know, the fear of failing the test because, you know, they, they're scared to put the money up to go pay for the exam. They'll, they'll, they'll read that book all day long and they'll sit there and talk to you and have a conversation and tell you everything about that certification and what you need to know. But they'll never go take that test because they are terrified of taking tests for legit reasons and maybe for some BS reasons. And then you have the remaining 5%. These are the people that will go through do everything they're supposed to do, and then go sit down, take that dog on test, and pass. Or they might fail the first time, but then they'll come back like a couple of days later and pass it again, or you know, pass it. So the point is, out of like a hundred people, and this is based off of me teaching this for like seven years in some capacity, you maybe only have about five percent of those people that actually go through, learn what they got to learn in a timely manner of a month or two, something like that, depending upon what the test is. Go take the test and pass, and then go off to the races. To, to, to begin their career to make $100,000, right? So my man here is talking about it's taking him six months. Well, anybody want to take a guess what category he probably falls into just based off of this comment he left me? So I'll read the comment again. He says, I'm currently studying the CompTIA Security Plus, and honestly, I don't see how you can study the whole book in six months. For real, for real, there are some concepts that might take you a while. I'm going to go ahead and give my professional opinion of 20 years and seven years of teaching this somehow some way that he probably falls into the category of the second group of 45 people where they start the course and then they'll read a page here read a page here read a page next week and they just drag this thing out he, he's probably in that group now will this person admit it to me probably not but tech g is more than likely right because i've seen this happen a thousand times so the point is ladies and gentlemen don't be like this dude. And look, I'm not trying to crap on this dude, come down on him. But, you know, listen, I'm ex-military. 
I'm trying to keep my channel monetized because if I if I talk to y'all how I talk to people offline and how I used to talk to people in, in the military, some of y'all will be crying and some of y'all will be flagging my channel down because my language can get hella colorful out here. <laughs> but so I'm not trying to crap on the dude, but at the same time, I can't sit here and uh, pretend like I don't I don't know BS when I hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like I know this dude, I'm assuming it's a dude, is more than likely doing this right here. Don't be like that. If you're going to go get a cert, I don't care what certification it is. You need to be you, you need to put together a plan of how you plan to learn this stuff, meaning you need to you need to, uh, you know, like just like you go to work, you go to work from eight o'clock to four o'clock, nine o'clock to five o'clock. Or, you know, then you come home, you, you're like, all right, well, let me go ahead and six o'clock. I get home at five o'clock. I need to go go to work out. So you got your plan for working out. I need to be eating dinner by 6.30. You got that scheduled out. Well, you need to schedule in and pencil in some study time for your certification. That's what you need to do. You need to stick to it. And if you stick to it, there's no reason why it should take you six months to get certified to Security Plus. You should be able to knock this out in like two months max. A month of studying, maybe a month and a half of studying, and then about two weeks of test prep and you just taking practice exams to your eyeballs pop out your freaking head and looking at freaking note cards and then you go in there to take that dog on test and pass it with flying colors and that's if you're moving at a moderate pace you understand because reality you can knock this out in two to four weeks but you know for those y'all who want to you know soak it up real good two months you understand so hopefully i answered some questions some concerns and i didn't uh confuse anybody here because like i say you know these dudes they mean well so i'm not beating up on them i just think there's a little bit of confusion here like especially especially when it comes to the first comment that i addressed about the dude saying it will cost you upwards of fifty thousand dollars to learn all the stuff i'm saying that you got to learn because i'm under the assumption he thinks i was telling y'all to go out here and get everything that i have written on this piece of paper right here no i'm not I basically listed these paths that I'm most familiar with and said that these are more than likely the most popular certifications that will fall up under this path that you might want to consider getting to help you get to that six figure level. But which search you get is going to be ultimately dictated by the job that you're applying for, because they're going to tell you you need to be certified in this just to apply. So if that's what they're telling you, you need to be certified in, then you need to put all your energy into going to get that. But then I gave the example, well, what if you get Amazon Web Services, and then you want to go apply for a job that says you need Azure. Should you go get your Azure certification? Me personally, I probably wouldn't. I would probably just apply for the job with my AWS because AWS and Azure, they're both cloud search. They do the same thing. It's just two different companies. One might configure their things a certain way over here. The other might configure it over here, but you at least understand how the thing works. It's kind of like I don't know. If somebody asks you, do you know how to drive a truck? You might not know how to drive a truck, but you know how to drive a car. You understand how to use a steering wheel, right? And hit the gas pedal and shift some gears. You get into a truck, you might have to learn a couple other new things like how far out do you got to swing the truck before you can make a left or right turn? You, know, you go take a class on that, but the concept of driving is still the same, regardless if you're driving a car or you're driving an 18-wheeler. They're both vehicles with four, at least four wheels with a steering wheel and a gas pedal at the end of the day, right? You understand at least the basic stuff. So, but even if it did cost you $50,000, right? 
and you manage to secure a hundred thousand dollar a year job off of you spending fifty thousand dollars. Well, assuming everything in your life goes well, health and wealth and all that stuff, and you work your job for the next 15, 10, 20, or you work period. Let's just put it that way. You work for the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years till you're like 60 years old. And you've been making $100,000 for the past, I don't know, 25, 30 years. I don't, I don't think that's a bad investment. A $50,000 investment that transforms into a, a, a job that pays you $100,000 for the next 20 to 30 years every single year like clockwork, I, I personally don't think that's a bad deal. And then with that $50,000 investment, it's not tied up in student loans. <laughs> that, that Sally Mae and the federal government are going to be you know, banging on your door trying to get back from you. You see what I'm saying? But regardless, it ain't going to cost you $50,000 to get all this stuff. Even if you did, it ain't going to cost you that. But, you know, I'm just saying it might cost you a few thousand, but you can stretch that, out, stretch that out over time, meaning you work and just focus on one certification, one or two a year, depending upon what your goals are, you know, where, where you ultimately want to be. Because once you hit where you want to be, let's just say you get your job and they're paying you $150,000. You're a cybersecurity guy, cybersecurity pro. You might not have to get any more certifications. You know, you might, you know, you know, saying you got to go out there and get more. You're already working your dream job, right? Making the money that you want to make, right? You're good. Now you might just be able to, might, now you might just want to focus on some managerial stuff in case you want to, you know, become a manager or move up to a, some type of director, VP position. I don't know, you know, sit at the executive's table. I, I don't freaking know. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to be chasing certifications for the rest of your life is what I'm saying. I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not taking another certification test if I, if I can avoid it. Not because I'm scared to take it. I just don't want to because I don't have to. I don't took enough and got enough certs. I'm good. Anyways, let me see what y'all yapping about. All right, this person with the uh, whatever his name is. Just got AWS Cloud Practitioner, A-plus Linux Essentials in the last four weeks working on that. Look, look at this guy. This guy is doing things in life. He did all this in the last four weeks. But I got people telling me they can't, they can't figure out how to get certified in Security Plus in six months. I'm just saying, sounds like this person right here put a plan together and is sticking to the plan. That's all I'm saying. You put a plan together, you can make things happen, man. But, you know, based off of me uh, seeing this over the last seven years of teaching, I just don't really, you know, I, I can kind of tell when people aren't being serious. And maybe this person will get serious after they watch this video. You know, hopefully you don't run around and cry and talk bad about me. But, you know, I'm ex-military. This is how I talk to people. When I was in the Army, I was uh, a staff sergeant and I was working around a bunch of brand new recruits in the military at one well, when I was teaching them. All we did was yell and scream at these people all day long, <laughs> but it made them tougher at the end. You know, some of them went on to do great things with their life. I just, that's just the culture I come from. I chose to skip a plus and network plus to get the CCNA. It's tough. I got it, but I definitely recommend, uh, if you know, Oh, listen to this. If you know, Oh, 
What is that? I don't even know, I don't, I don't even know who O is. All right, but I mean, all right, whatever. Maybe you're saying if you, if you know, then listen to this man. Okay, all right, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's possible. CCNA is just like Network Plus. It's just it just teaches you strictly about Cisco Cisco's routers and switches and what they do. All right, that, that's all it does. Um, so I mean, that's possible. There's nothing wrong with that if you want to do it. But like I say, when the people that I mostly talk to or that my channel is mostly geared towards are people who have little to no experience at all with tech. They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. Like I, like, uh, like one, one person hit me up, a, a lady. She sent me a message talking about she is. Matter of fact, let me, let me read it because I think she, I wonder if she messaged me back. Let me, let me see if she responded back. I'm going to read her message. Let me see. So this lady says, hi, Tech G. I've watched your videos and would like to ask you if you charge a, con a consultant fee. She says, I'm recently transitioning from mortgage underwriting due to multiple layoffs. And she says, I'm not sure where to start in tech. So this lady has been working in the, the housing industry as a mortgage underwriter, whatever that person does for X amount of years. And there's, she's going through some layoffs or she, she, she might predict her. She might be getting laid off. I don't know. And now she's trying to figure out where to get started in tech. So that's who my channel is really aimed at. People like that who don't know anything, trying to start their life out, or they're switching from another career into tech because they see there's, you know, you can make pretty good money in tech, but more importantly, there's way more opportunity in job stability because even with all this craziness of layoffs going on, guess what? Tech don't stop. Tech is not stopping. I don't care if we hit a full blown recession, damn near depression. IT workers still going to be working until the electricity runs out. <laughs> so those are the people that my channel and my commentary is mostly aimed at people like this woman that sent me this, uh, this, this, uh, DM. Taking notes is the hardest part. Yeah, it is. The reason why I say take notes, excuse me. I just got finished eating. The reason why, listen, so the reason why, when I tell people to take notes, I literally mean go get you a composite notebook and a pen and write stuff down. And the reason why I say this is because it's my belief that you are at least recording this information to your brain at least one time. Because you can sit here and watch a video and go through and watch all my IT fundamentals and A-plus videos and just watch them and never take a video. I personally believe most of y'all can't retain that much information. So I say you write this stuff down because this, this is how I study. When I when I was out there studying for certs, I do I got I still got notebooks lying around here somewhere where I literally I'll watch a lesson or I'll read a book, whatever the heck it is I'm doing, and I'm writing down the most important stuff. Then I go through with my my highlighter and highlight stuff. And then before I go to chapter two, I go back and review all my highlights. Then I go to chapter two and then I write my notes, do my highlights. Before I go to chapter three, I go reread the highlights from chapter one and chapter two. Then go to chapter three, and I do that all the way through a book. 
that's how I read regular books just casually. I highlight all the books I read casually, but when, I, when I'm studying, when I was studying for a cert, that's how I would study because I'm convinced me by me just writing this stuff at least once, I'm at least recording it into my brain so that when I go back and review it and look at it, it's not like I'm looking at it for the first time. And you know, hopefully, uh, like I said, I, you know, th this is what, what I think. Can I prove this? I don't know. But this is just what I've always done since like college or high school. And it's worked for me for the most part. But yes, it can be hard. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Pass that test. Guess what? You in there. You don't got to get a perfect score. The lowest score that you, the lowest passing score and the highest passing score are treated identical. So let's just say you got to comp to all their tests. The highest you can get is a 900. And let's just say the lowest passing score you can get on a certain test is like a 700. Well, the person who got a 700 and the person who got a 900, they're treated identical. They're treated as you both pass the test. Good luck. That's it. No, nobody's getting any extra pats on the back. You're not going to get a, you know, an, an, an extra badge to put on your LinkedIn profile because you scored a 900. You know what I'm saying? Your name's not going to get recognized in some national publication as if you scored a perfect score in the SAT. You know, the lowest passing score and the highest passing score, you're all treated equal. You're, you pass the test. So whatever you got to do to pass that test, do what you got to do. You understand? Would you share your Google Sheet link in the chat after you explain this? All right, so I'm, I'm going to put this on my website, all right? I'm, I'm going to create a little blog post. So we're going to go back to the world's greatest website. This is the world's greatest website owned by me. <laughs> so I'm going to put it up here somewhere, and then I'll drop a link where I have all this posted, all right? I'll, I'll call it certification pad, tech G's certification paths or something like that and then i'll then i'll post it in the community tab or something like that but you you'll be able to find it more than likely it'll be in the community tab or in the comments of this video after i after this thing processes i just finished itf and a plus do you think that'll get me in the door for a good job that i can try to climb yeah your thing just get just go out there and get a job man I mean, you know, an IT job. Just go get a job. It might not be the job of your dreams. The goal is to get these basic certs so you can get your foot in the door and get a job, right? I don't care if your job is working at an iFixit store where you're fixing iPhones from people dropping them. Are you working at the cable company? Are you working, I don't know, some, some company that has a help desk or whatever? You know, just go get a job because... You want to start building the experience, getting the experience, the hands-on training, so you can start adding stuff to that resume so that when you decide to apply to a new job or you decide to go for a promotion in the company that you're currently working for because they might have a position that's opened up or they might have another higher-level department, like, like let's just say they have a cybersecurity department in your company, like kind of like how my brother, my brother worked at the help desk for one company, but they had the cybersecurity department. And once he worked there long enough, got it, felt, felt confident enough to apply for the cybersecurity, cybersecurity job, he went and interviewed in the same company for a cybersecurity position and got hired into the cybersecurity position. And his paycheck jumped drastically 
Like, I don't, I don't know what they was paying him as a help desk dude, but when he got his first cybersecurity job, I want to say his paycheck probably went up $30,000 just off of that one job, right? So you can do that, but the thing is you want to get in there so you can start getting the experience so you can start having something to add to your resume so that when you want to go for these higher paying jobs or these jobs, whether, whether it's with another company or within the same company, whatever the case may be, you have a stronger resume to put together and you can hopefully use that resume to build a stronger case for why you should be getting hired for that position over somebody else. So yes, you can go out there and get a job with those two certs right there. Go on Indeed, type in A plus certification and there should be like pages and pages of jobs that pop up saying, Hey, all you need is your high school diploma and your A plus certification. Apply here. $20 an hour. Apply, man. They'll hire you and train you up. They already know you don't know a lot because it's an entry level job. So don't let that intimidate you. They're gonna, they, they know that, okay, if all you got is A plus and a high school diploma or whatever, they already know you're just you don't know anything. You're just starting off in tech. So they're gonna hire you on and then they're gonna teach you things. They're gonna teach you a lot of stuff that you need to know on the job training. You just make sure you retain that information and keeping keeping a little notebook of all the things you're doing. I did this today. Oh, they they taught me how to how to install a fiber cable today. They taught me, uh, you know, I, I spliced up a bunch of Cat Five cables. I reset, you know, whatever it is they got you doing, man. Write it down so you can add it to the resume. And then you go find you a guy like myself who knows how to dress resumes up, where they can reword this stuff to make it sound better. So you can use that to help you get a, you know, a better job, higher pay or a new position, assuming you want to move up. Now, if you like what you do, then rock out and do that, which is nothing wrong with that either. Zero is what I put. Oh, OK, so let me read this comment again. Who says I chose to skip a plus and net plus to get the CCNA and it's tough. I got it, but I definitely recommend if you know zero, listen to this. man. OK. Now it makes more sense because I was like, who is O? <laughs> who is this O person? Now, nah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's who this uh this is this is really dedicated. That's why I created the channel. It's really just to talk to because look, like I say I come across a lot of people, and like, you know, when we get into some casual conversation, they'll ask me, what do you do? I work in tech, do a little cybersecurity, do a little this, do a little that. A lot of people are like, ooh, really? Ooh. I mean, like literally, they'd be like, ooh, really? How do you do that? What is that like? How much do they pay? Like, it's a lot of people that don't know. I mean, they, they know the terms cybersecurity because it's a buzzword. Cybersecurity, you know, you say cybersecurity, people are like, ooh, cybersecurity. You know, then, they, then they'll go watch a movie or a TV show and they'll see like all these, like you go watch, uh, what, what's that? What's those damn, not, not law and order, but CSI or something like that. And they got the computer guy working at the, at the, at the police station. Now, what's that one show my wife watches all the time? It's that one show where they're out there hunting serial killers. It's uh, they always fly on the private jets and anyways. But they got that one nerdy chick. She's like the IT person. They'll they'll call her like, hey, can you pull up this information about this person? Then they'll show her click clacking, and, and then you know she got all this stuff. Yeah, this person went to school here. They were born here. Uh, their favorite color was red when they were two years. Like she knows all this. People think that then they'll be like, ooh, cybersecurity. That's what they think people do. I mean, you might have some people out there that do that stuff, but they don't, but they just know, they just see base. 
They just understand cybersecurity as a buzzword based off of what they see on TV. They don't understand that, you know, it can get way, way, way deeper. IT is way deeper than just cybersecurity. Cybersecurity itself, there's a whole lot going on with that. And so when I have casual conversations, I start talking to people about, you know, going in a little bit more detail. You know, some people, they'd be like, wow, that's too much. Or a lot of them be like, ooh, that's, a, that's, that's really interesting. How do, I, how do I learn that? Or what would I have to do to get into that? But anyways, after having conversations like this for years, like, and then I had people ask me, can I, can they, uh, can I teach it to them? I was like, maybe I should just start a YouTube channel because I'm tired of having these conversations. So that's how we ended up with the Tech G channel, how this whole thing started. And so it's a whole bunch of y'all out there. So yeah, that's, that's who this is really geared towards, those who know nothing. You understand? Shout out to Dalen Young, Mr. Robot. I don't, I don't even know who Mr. Robot is. All right, anyways, we've been on here for an hour and some change. So uh, anyways, shout out to the two dudes that left the comment. Like I said, this, I just want to address that to clear up any misconceptions. Um, but at the end of the day, I'll say it one more time before I roll out, right? Tech G is not saying you got to go get all these certifications, all right? Tech G is saying, go focus on the certifications that the job that you want says you need to have, right? I am saying you need to get, you need to get at least these three, these four certs, or at least these three. You need to definitely get all these in your life because these can only help you. They, they, these are your, they, they, they are your ABCs and one, two, threes, right? Before you learn how to do multiplication, you have to know how to add numbers, right? And then you pick a path. And like I said, I only focused on three paths because these are the three paths I'm familiar with. You'd be like, all right, I want to go in the cloud or I want to go into networking or whatever. You go look at the jobs that fall within that, that path and read the job description. If the job says you need to have penetration testing in Linux, then go get those two certs. I'm not telling you, okay, you want to be a cybersecurity professional, go get every single cert that I have listed on here. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, if you want to work in this path, more than likely, you're going to have to get one or a combination of these certs. And these certs are what can help you get to the six-figure mark and beyond. But if you want to know exactly which cert you need, you want to get, you need to go read the job description for the job that you're applying for. And they will tell you what you need to have. <laughs> you understand? That's what I'm trying to convey here. So hopefully that clears some things up. And uh, with that, make sure you guys subscribe. And if you aren't signed up for a Tech G membership where I have all of my stuff posted, my class is posted, IT fundamentals, A+. I do weekly quizzes, right? So you see up in the community tab here. This week, I'll be doing an A-plus hardware quiz where I posted the link. Click that joint. You put in whatever name you want. Just enter the passcode. I'll tell you the passcode up in here. For some reason, it's not showing. Oh, there it's right there. And then you take the quiz Sunday, 5 o'clock-ish. We'll go over the quiz, questions and answers, live over the internet. And then after that's done, I throw it in the playlist over here. Where I got like 12 other videos. And for those of y'all who are on the quizzes membership, 
you get access to all them quizzes to study and all the lessons, all my slideshows for all my classes, all the, because I'm adding the new courses. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep adding stuff. So for those of y'all who are on the lessons, you know, you just get access to the slideshows. But then eventually, I'm going to go ahead and finish. The, I got to finish out this. For those of y'all who are like, they ain't trying to wait for all that. You just want to get straight to all this other stuff. I got a whole LMS called Learning Management System software or something like that where I have all the classes already pre-built out. And then in addition to that, you'll get access to a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't put on YouTube to help you successfully pass these exams. You understand? Like virtual labs, other detailed notes. For those of y'all who don't like taking notes, Tech G has created some notes for you. <laughs> so you have all that. And I'll be having A+, Net+, Security+. So far, I only got IT Fundamentals posted. But all that other stuff will be over here. And then for those y'all asking me about consulting, like this one lady that hit me up, that'll be in the future as well. Where it'll be like on some one-on-one -on -one live over the internet type of stuff. So that, that's the plan. So anyways, but for those y'all, you know, y'all can at least y'all can at least go support by joining one of these memberships. There's a lot of time and energy that goes into this so that y'all can get the most accurate information so you can go get certified. So I can add you to the wall of fame over here when you send me a copy of your certification. You go check my Instagram. I post these, these joints on there all the time. All right. So with that being said, I'm about to bounce. I got to go in here and uh, yell at my kids because, you know, that's what we do. That's what parents do, man. We yell at kids. Hopefully I motivated some of y'all. And Do I have PBQs? In case y'all don't know what PBQ stands for, it stands for Professional Barbecue. Now it stands for Performance-Based Questions. So let me, let me show you the PBQs. Uh, right here, Virtual Labs. So this, this is where all your little hands-on PBQ stuff, this is stuff coming straight from CompTIA. Right? This isn't stuff I put together. This is straight from CompTIA. So I sell these things at a discounted price. So let's just say you want the A plus CompTIA sells it for 258. I sell it for 200. But you're going to get all this stuff, all these labs, they're going to teach you all this stuff. And like I said, this is coming straight from the people that make the certification exam. And this is what these are the labs they say, you know, that they sell that match their certifications. I got all this for A plus, Net plus, Security plus. A whole bunch of other stuff in case you want to, you know, take some higher level stuff. So these here's your little PBQs. All right. So, but if you want to be one of these people that was like, I want to, I want to do this joint over here. So when I say virtual labs, that's what it is. So it's all bundled together. You get the labs and all this other stuff, right? So that's what this stuff is. But over time, I actually, well. Over time, I actually do plan on doing other types of labs where I'll be creating like another membership level where it'll be other labs showing you other things that CompTIA doesn't show you, with, you know, about how to do certain things with the routers and the switches and all this stuff. Uh oh, So that stuff will possibly be on the way in the future. And then that'll possibly be a part of my 
one-on-one coaching where you you just get the if if I ever get to the level where I'm doing like coaching programs, one-on-one type of stuff, you're gonna get you're gonna get all 20 years of my life, <laughs> all 20 years of my experience poured into you. You know what I'm saying? To where I'm gonna be damn near holding your hand till you get your job, to your first job. So, but we ain't, we're not, I'm not ready to put that on y'all yet. So we're not gonna even entertain that at this moment. All right, anyways, I'm about to chuck deuces. So it's been nice yapping. We'll do this again Sunday, five o'clock. I'll be doing my live QA. I'm gonna keep posting more Security Plus and A Plus videos simultaneously. So uh, one more time, let me show y'all in case y'all are lost about where these videos pop up. So let me let me just show this and then I'm, I'm gonna get out of here for real. So, anyways, you go to the Tech G homepage. All the members only videos, they pop up in here automatically. So every time I do one of these live Q&A quizzes, after it finishes processing, which is like after I end the live stream, it takes like a day, it automatically pops up in here in case you want to get to it really quick. Every time I drop a new class or a new lesson for the A+, Security+, Plus, or whatever, whatever exam I wrote a lesson for, they automatically pop up in this, in this thing right here on the home page where it says members only, or if you are, or if you are a member, you should see like a tab that says membership. It'll populate up in there, or you can just go to the playlist and then click on the playlist that you want to view. Like let's go to security plus. And then you'll see the videos all up in here. And then you'll see the ones that say members only. All right. So that, that's how you actually find these videos on the channel. If you're not familiar with how this membership thing on YouTube works. But right here on the home page, this is where as soon as I upload one that's members only, they automatically pop up in this spot right here. All right. So anyways, I'm out. Y'all be safe. Peace.